This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Every week we take the opportunity to find out what's going on in the health and disability sector with Living Well Disability Resource Centre. And uh, normally that's on a Monday, today it's on a Friday. We didn't want to miss out having another conversation with Debbie Rowe, that's why, because of the long weekends. Maureen and Debbie, good to have you with us. Thanks, Jeff. It's lovely to talk to you. It is a bit of a, bit of a bummer, isn't it, with that we lose a couple of Mondays there. Not that I'm complaining, of course, because I love having that Monday off. Well, indeed. Um, I hope it yeah. isn't, isn't too discombobulating for you. But, of course, the di- Friday is the day that the Digest actually gets compiled and all the latest Correct. is uh, put together, so it's nice to talk to you on a Friday. Yeah, it is lovely, and and to be to be honest, um, it, it is in the process of being put together. So I've just sort of been pulling bits and pieces from here and there. Um, it will go out later in the day, and I'm, I'm probably going to miss a few things. But um, and I guess just a reminder again, if people want to subscribe to getting that in their email box every Friday, that they can just contact uh, Living Well. At um, uh, you can email info at livingwellcentre.nz or call us on four seven one six one five two, and we'll pop your email address uh, onto that list so that you get it. Um, you don't have to read everything that's in it every week of course, you can click on what interests you and, and uh, ignore the rest or uh, ignore the whole thing or unsubscribe if you don't like it at all but most people are really enjoying it. So um, there is there is a few bits and bobs of course we're now in uh, Orange Life at Orange and I was just having a quick look at that, uh, you know what that means for us and again that um, covid19.govt.nz uh, site is, is the best place to go for the information um, but specifically so there's, you know, there are some good links there, uh, but one thing I did want to, to highlight is that there is a specific uh, um, page on that website that is support inf- and information for uh, disabled people um, and popular sort of topics, um, which is probably is popular for, for all the population, what happens if you get COVID-19, but the impact of that if you also have a disability, um, getting rats tests delivered, uh, if you can't wear a face mask, if that's, uh, you know, and of course we are still wearing face masks in some capacity, not so much outside anymore, but, um, but certainly when we're going into, into venues or shops or places. Um, and, and it's interesting, I think a lot of people are still just wearing masks anyway, and I, I certainly am, I've got used to it now, so you just do it. Um, you know, what if your support worker or your carer gets COVID, you know, if you're, if you're really dependent on having that person come in every day to um, help you with some of your, your some basic tasks of just getting up and getting moving, uh, what you need to do, or how, you know what what you need to be thinking about in advance if, if your support worker or carer uh, gets COVID and can't come and see you. Um, so there's some some great information there and some good links to about wanting to talk to somebody around uh, testing or vaccination advice. Um, uh, there's some phone numbers as well, so not everybody has the online sort of um, uh, access. So. You know, that's there just as that reminder, good place to go to COVID dot not oh, sorry, COVID nineteen dot GOVT dot NZ. Debbie, um, I, I wonder, you know, you'd probably have some sense of this, but um I imagine for many people who have vulnerabilities and disabilities of one sort or another, this this period right now is potentially quite a stressful time for them with the, seeing the rest of the community kind of accelerate its its level of interaction yeah. and so forth but many uh, and not just people with vulnerabilities but uh, yeah. including them feeling that oh gosh you know especially looking at the numbers in the south they still feel you know reasonably unsafe about the idea of going and mixing and mingling and, and possibly feeling a little bit left behind by it all have you got any sense of what's yeah. going on there? Well, I think I think that that is you know that is exactly right, and it's for you know whether you've got a disability or just a health, a health condition, something that makes you that much more vulnerable. And, and interesting, I was just having a little read around um, the um, 
Human Rights Commission um, has has had an inquiry that finds that Omicron response uh, puts disabled people at risk. So um, the responses to the spread of Omicron causes considerable stress and confusion and uh, has put the well-being of disabled people at risk. I'm just having a wee read of this now. So an urgent inquiry... Um, has been has the Human Rights Commission um, did that urgent inquiry and that's what they sort of found out that they launched the inquiry on March the 11th into the support of disabled people during the Omicron outbreak um, and the inquiry gathered information from about 30 organisations I think and networks around the country um, and about what they understood to be the current experiences of disabled people and their, their sano, um you know uh, yeah so particularly um, Paula Desario, who is the um, Human Disability Rights Commissioner for New Zealand, you know, she had a real concern about whether disabled people's rights were being upheld. Um, you know, and, and that whole thing, if, if a support worker can't come and you need them to get you out of bed <laughs> um, in the morning and get you up for the day, you know. Um, so the report and the recommendations are now available actually on the Human Rights Commission website, so I haven't actually read, had a look at that that link, but it's, um, you know, obviously there was a there was a big concern, and, 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 and it, it, it is ongoing. I think people People, um, you know, uh, and I guess probably one of the biggest things that we all need to remember is just to once again be con- kind and considerate of people and not make judgments about people either a if they're not wearing a face mask because they can't, um, or because they still choose to, or you know I think we get a lot of um, uh, you know that, that curse of comparison, you know, where people are sort of saying oh you should be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. I think being respectful and understanding of people around the decisions they make um, about their own needs and what they need to do to protect themselves and their communities. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think well that, said. that consideration needs to continue, doesn't it? So, yeah, it'd be interesting to actually have a wee look at that. Um, so on the Human Rights Commission website is that uh, report and the recommendations to government. And that's been pushed through pretty quick. I mean, that started on March the 11th, so that's only about six weeks ago, and the inquiry's, you know, been done and the information is there. So, um, yeah, so I think some of the, the highlights were there were lots of problems around communications. Um, it's hard to get access or afford things that um, help keep people safe, like getting, you know, getting having accessible vaccination sites. Um, a lot of support to isolate safely, like if you have a disability and you're dependent on, you know, additional supports. Um, unavailable health services and a lack of support and education settings for people with disabilities. So that's sort of some of the highlights that um, that that were coming up and that, and that, and that will be continuing. So, um, yeah, the other, uh, on that support and information for disabled people on the COVID-19 website is that there are alternative formats to, um, the information that's on the site is, is available in New Zealand Sign Language, Easy Read, Large Print and Audio and Braille. So they are all there as well. Um, just sticking in with the, the, or, or carrying along with the, um, what's happening sort of specifically in the disability um, world at the moment. Uh, and we've mentioned it before, but there is a, a new website. Um, <laughs> I hate that word. There's a new website. There's always a new website popping up. But the establishment of the disability, um, the Ministry for Disabled People, which is meant to be you know, going live 1st of July, so that's not far away, um, there is a, uh, a website that you can go to called Amplify You. So Amplify and then just the letter u.org.nz um, and it is about inviting people to help shape the future of this new ministry so this is the opportunity to get in and, and have your say so um, the Amplify You so it's sort of set aside this website apart from you know any government based website um, it's a safe and open place to find information share your views and engage with the community about the new ministry for disabled people so um, yeah it's not um, there's no big brother element. There's no, it's not a government website. It's completely separate uh, about trying to engage with the community. So it's, it's 
brought to you by the Ministry for Disabled People's Establishment Unit. So that ministry uh, is in the process of being established and, and there's a group that's doing that and they are called the Establishment Unit. Um, Amplify You is independently run day-to-day by disabled people, so it's being moderated by people with disability. So the space is designed to um, amplify the, the contribution of disabled New Zealanders and their family and their friends and their supporters. So. Um, it's really, it's, I'm looking at it at the moment, it's really easy to navigate. Um, it'll be hosting conversations. Um, just as a bit of an update on that new ministry, the Ministry for Disabled People is the name being used at the moment because there is no other name. They're trying to come up with one um, until they uh, complete a formal name development process. Um, you know, the new ministry will be leading the disability system transformation work and ensure that the enabling good lives vision and principles um, will guide how government supports disabled people uh, across their lives. So there's some big changes afoot. Um, the new ministry will give full effect to the voice of disabled people, families and whānau and to the, um, uh, to the Treaty of Waitangi. The new ministry's functions will grow the disability system transformation process and stakeholder um, needs. Uh, change. So um, there's a couple of ways you can get involved with that. There's, um, and again, this is really easy to navigate. Uh, you can help us to improve Amplify Youth to tell us how to improve uh, the way we connect with the disability community. So that's you can join that discussion that started on the 29th of March and runs through to the 2nd of July. There's a survey you can click on again um, that started on the 29th of March will end on the 2nd of July. So you can click on that. There's a um, a, a wall, an ideas wall, you know, like your post-it notes that you write your idea on, you stick it up on the wall. It's that sort of process where you can share your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, your ideas for the new ministry. So again, there's a really easy click on that link and you can also subscribe to get regular emails about sort of what's going on. And there is also the new ministry name consultation, um, which that ends on the 29th of April. So it's been, that's running for the month of April from the 1st of April to the 29th. And there's, by the looks of the little line on there, it's, it's had a lot of responses. So yeah, that, that's just amplify you as in um, the letter u.org.nz. Um, yeah, really encourage people to have a wee look at that and, and participate at whatever level they feel comfortable doing. Um, I just also wanted to, um, jumping across here, um, Alzheimer's New Zealand have, I think this is really cool, they've put out this, um, this free book of puzzles. So get puzzling with crosswords, jigsaw, puzzles and many more. So get those brain cells to work with some exciting puzzle games. Um, have a go at the Alzheimer's New Zealand book of puzzles. Um, help keeping your brain active can and should be fun. So engaging in activities that challenge your mind helps to build and strengthen connections in your brain. So you can do it online. You can download an e-book if you want to do that. Um, uh, and print yourself off a copy. If you want a physical book, you don't want to do it online at all, you can request a physical hard copy of the book that they will um, print out and send to you for free. So that's all free. Um, I thought that was a really neat thing. I think a lot of people really enjoy puzzles. So you can do it online, you can get it as an e-book, or you can get a physical book. So, Fantastic. Um, well, if you were going to do the digital version, you can, uh, that might be something you want to get into for the long weekend to keep your brain active. Yeah. Yeah, good thinking, absolutely. Um, so that is on the Alzheimer's New Zealand website. Um, you can uh, have a wee look at that. Um, now, I'm just, sorry, clicking through a few things here to see if, I've, if I'm covering everything. Um, we've done that, haven't we? Just a reminder again that um, the total mobility half-price taxi scheme and the um, the uh, uh, Targo, um, sorry, the bus services, um, Targo Regional Council uh, bus fares are still all half price, so that's for the, the total mobility taxi vouchers. So if you've got that and you prefer to take a taxi, um, that's a good opportunity because it's, it's half what you would normally pay, which is half of what the regular fare is anyway. Um, 
So if you would normally pay ten dollars of a twenty dollar fee, you're only going to be paying five dollars. So that is, you know, that's on the go, and it's and it's there until the thirtieth of June. So there's still a good couple of months to be utilising that. Um, uh, just again, Age Concern have its mobility scooter awareness workshop, and I just think these are so important. If, you know, if you're in that transition between moving away from not being able to use your car, you perhaps you're not you don't have your license anymore, um, and you're looking at a mobility scooter as a way of getting around, which you know, they're fantastic things. They they are really, um, they do give you that that ability to get around easily and, um, you know, there's a good range of mobility scooters. You can certainly come to us to have a look at them. We've got some here as well if people want to try them out. But Age Concern is doing a, a, a workshop. So basically, you know, how to how to use um, and the best way of, of, of using your and um, staying safe uh, for mobility scooter users or electric wheelchair users as well. So they've got one uh, Monday the 9th of May from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it's two hours at the South Dunedin Community Hall uh, on King Edward Street. So you can uh, email Kristen at ageconcernotago.co.nz to register or, or give them a call as well. Um, but I think, yeah, that's a, that's a really good offering. Um, just going through my list here, I think we might almost be at the end of, um, we do, I think there are probably some other things that are happening, but I just don't have them at my fingertips at the moment, so oh, good we one. might have to be back again. You'll be putting together the online version of the Digest, which will be a comprehensive Correct. summary of everything you've talked about today, and more, no doubt, Debbie. So um, thank you for taking uh, the time on a Friday um, to come and talk to us here on the Awesome Morning Show. Uh, have a wonderful long weekend yourself. I hope you get to have a bit of a break. Thank Certainly you. plenty to do over the course of the weekend with the new Wild Dunedin Festival on and uh, Anzac Day celebrations and activities happening as well. So plenty to do and see. We look forward to catching up with you again, Debbie, um, week after next and yep. finding out more about what's going on in the health and disability sector. Thanks. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House, on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call on This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.